and brightest day and blackest night. All other podcasts tremble in fright. Losers cower before the power. Oranges lust and blues you can trust. Indigos feel and white ones heal. Yellow scare and green ones dare. That sapphire love and black hands glove will rock your foundation without hesitation. Chad and Mars face evil's minds. Respect their power for they'll make you see the light. Hey everyone, this is Mark from the Lantern Cast, and this is going to be another mini episode. I actually had wanted to do a mini episode a couple of weeks ago, but. The editing in the episode that actually had to be released kind of like sucked the energy out of me. So by the time I had the opportunity to sit down and play catch up on some of the things I wanted to do, honestly, my motivation just wasn't as high as it should have been. So instead of trying to kind of like force myself to do it, we decided just not to do anything that week, not to have any episode released. But now I want to play a little bit of catch up. Uh, This is going to be mostly just almost like a train a train of thought consciousness kind of episode. I have some basic topics I want to touch upon. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail about some of them because I figure we will be talking more about them on the show soon. But I do feel bad about not doing the last one that I wanted to do because there's so many things, especially movies that came out like in August that I at least wanted to give some brief, you know, like five minute thoughts on. And now it's so long and it's been so long since they've been released. You know, I guess you can make the case with streaming. It's never really too late unless you're doing it like six months later but i think it's got i have to let some of those movies go and some of those topics go and just move on to things that are a little more current so i'm going to roll through most of these i saw don't worry darling when it came out which was interesting just because i couldn't figure out at first every time it was stupid of me not to not realize why you know the the thursday night crowd was so full and why we were like there were very few men there and that's because it was the harry styles fans that were going out and driving the box office in that movie i think probably around the country early on, which is probably why it's had such a lousy hold. I thought the movie was okay for what it was, moving beyond all the Olivia Wilde controversy and the making of and the Florence Pugh, Olivia Wilde, Harry Styles, Jason Sudeikis, all this drama that's that's circulated around this movie. Moving beyond that, just looking at the movie as a whole, it was somewhat clever. They were a little... I think the movie was way too long. There's no doubt about that. The movie could have been... They probably could have shaved off 20 minutes on it from it and i think it would have worked better it wasn't as crystal clear where they were going with it which on one level was good i mean you knew something was odd in in their little like cul-de-sac little village town life but you didn't quite know what it was i I will be honest enough to admit that where they went with it was not exactly what i where i thought they would go but i don't necessarily know if it was completely satisfying either the performances were fine florence Pugh was great in anything and i think she's the main reason to see it I know a lot of, like I said, the Harry Styles uh, contingent was was probably a large reason why this movie made the money that it made. But I think Florence Pugh is clearly the reason why that if you're going to see this movie as a movie, I think that's the reason why you see it. So I was a little disappointed since this was one of the movies I had always been looking forward to for this year. But I don't think it's it's not bad. It's just I was hoping it was going to be better. 
So, Smile. Smile's an interesting movie. Clearly, it's kicking, you know what, seriously at the box office, and it's had an incredible hold in week two. And it walks that fine line between an, an original property and yet a movie that's still... I mean, it is an original property, but an original concept, quote-unquote, but that has so many cliches and, and tropes that we've seen in movies and horror franchises before. And I, and I enjoyed it. I think I thought that movie was a little bit too long, too. But I think my biggest issues were the tro- were the cliches. I had a hard time getting beyond it. And I'm not going to go into, again, I'm, this is spoiler-free, so I'm not going into specifics. That they go to, they do two major, two major tropes, two major cliches they go into heavily. And now, to be fair, the first one I'm going to mention is something that if, when you see the movie, there is kind of a, a little out why this may not be as much of a, check the, the cliche box because there's a reason with the, based on the character's history that might make people react this way more than they typically should but still that the cliche of somebody that you know and you have complete confidence in and you trust and you believe in them that they tell you they saw something or they experienced something weird and your automatic reaction is hey that person's friggin nuts that cliche has been done to death it's more interesting when people are like well that's Okay, tell me more. When if it's somebody who you're really close to and they tell you, hey, I saw Bigfoot, you're not going to automatically say, yeah, you're hallucinating. You might be a little like, okay, you may not be willing. You know, you're going to be cautious, but I don't necessarily think you're going to automatically 100% dismiss somebody who has never given you reason to, to disbelieve them before to just automatically write off what they're saying and just say, nope, 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 you're crazy, you're hallucinating, you're tired, you're overworked, you're having PTSD, things like that. So that's a that's a cliche that they that it gets that's been done to death and the and also the idea that someone who is very intelligent, very well spoken in this movie in particular based on their profession alone should be able to do better at this. The cliche that when when I'm trying to explain said event that happened to me that people are automatically not going to be rushing to believe. Let's explain it in the most in irrational, insane way possible. So that even if there was a slim chance they might believe me, now they're not going to because I come out because I'm sounding like an idiot. That's a trope that that and that in a way that one's even worse in this movie. So I thought Smile was okay. The marketing campaign was clever and setting up the rules of the world that they live in, kind of like the Ring. You know, you watch the video and in seven days you're gonna die unless you get someone else to watch the video. That they're pretty. They're good at establishing what the ground rules would be, especially if they wanted to continue on with this. But I, I was, I thought again, that's another one. I think that I would probably say it's maybe like a three and a half out of five. Uh, less, less thing related to movies. Uh, most, most everybody probably knows that Black Panther tickets went on sale a week ago, based on right around a week ago, based on time I'm recording this. I'm recording it on this on Columbus Day. But I'm using that as a jumping-off point to rail against Regal, because I've, I know I mentioned this before, I think right after the Regal Unlimited plan came out, and I kind of didn't... I got it, and I know... I think Jim and I talked about this. And it'd be interesting to talk... to have his thoughts on this. And by the way, if anyone's curious, you know, Jim, Jim and Lauren just bought a house, so that's the main reason I think Jim's been unable to... His schedule been really, really tight because we wanted to have Jim on, and you know, Jim and I still have to obviously do pre-birth and, a to- and some toy podcasts and other things. But hopefully, once he gets settled, he he should have his own little mini mini study recording studio, so we should actually be able to make more time to record. But I know Jim and I did talk about because I was the guinea pig when I got the Regal Unlimited plan to see the pros and the cons, and one of the cons 
was right off the bat they made it clear you could only have three unused advanced showings in your queue or in your wallet however you want to use it to refer to the regal app basically what i mean is and it's not tickets because you technically could buy four tickets for each one of these movies or whatever but you can only have three unused tickets that that you bought in advance at one time and for regal advance basically means anything not today so if you bought a ticket on sunday for friday you bought a ticket on monday for saturday you bought a ticket on tuesday for sunday Basically, on Wednesday, if you wanted to get it, there was another movie that just came out, or they had advanced tickets are now on sale, well, you couldn't buy anymore, because until you use up one of your three, you can't buy anything else through the app. You can always buy tickets without using the app, but that's why would you? You're not getting your free ticket. Yes, they'll give you the points for it, but you're not getting your free ticket. So they limit you. So case in point, this was a problem, and I and I and I had a feeling this was going to be the pro- a problem. But I had a couple of tickets already purchased. Then they dropped the tickets for Halloween Ends. So I got the Halloween Ends tickets. Then, like two days later, the Black Adam tickets went on sale. And at that point, I was maxed out until I... And I think until until Smile, actually. I think until that was the week Smile came out. So until I got Smile off my docket, I couldn't buy a third movie. So I had to make a choice. So I basically scrapped my Halloween Ends tickets to get the Black Adam tickets. And then went back and got the Halloween Ends tickets once I saw smile but then i was still maxed out of three because i had uh tickets for which turned out i didn't need because something came up or else i'd be there right now uh when they did the re-release of the 1978 halloween i was supposed to be going tonight on columbus day but i had those tickets for like several weeks so when they dropped black panther tickets a week ago i was kind of screwed and i understand part i know what i mean i understand it's a financial gain for regal to not let people get as many tickets as they want at one time even though it's still weird because technically you still could buy you could go in today regardless of how many advanced tickets you have you could go into regal today and buy tickets for anything you want one after the other and go see like three or like three movies today so they're really not limiting you but they know it's a convenience thing it's kind of like my equivalent the equivalent i like to make is it's like for the longest time people probably even going back like but close to 20 years now Almost everybody used cash to get gas. Nobody used a credit card. Very few people. If you had a gas card, that was something else. But most people didn't use the credit card to pay for gas. Then they made it super inconvenient to pay for gas with cash. You got to prepay. So you have to exactly, you got to be really good at knowing how many gallons you're going to need or else you're either, either going to underpay and not be full, not be full, excuse me, or overpay. And then you have to go back and get changed. So they condition people to pay with your credit card. And then what do they do? They ended up screwing you, but now they charge you more money almost everywhere. Not everywhere, but almost everywhere. They charge you more money for using your card because they've gotten people used to it. That's what it's kind of like because to me with the Regal thing. Because they know people are so used to using advanced tickets and getting their reserved seating now that they're not going to want to just show up the day of and run the risk of, hey, maybe we're not going to get seats that we like depending on what it is. I think it's stupid i don't know why i mean i i don't think i think it's not really fair to the regal unlimited people or at least but the suggestion i made all along was make it so you can only have three unused tickets at one time per month per calendar month but that means if black panther tickets went on sale i could still get black panther tickets because that's not until november it doesn't matter how that i have already maxed out my three currently in october do it three unused per month but you can still buy for another one because this would really be a problem if this was like pre-pandemic 
when like movies like Star Wars and Fast and Furious would go on sale for like two or three months ahead of time at least. That's kind of a problem now because, and especially the fact that they released those three movies, Halloween Ends, Black Adam, and Black Panther all within a week of each other. That's nuts. Which I blame more for on Universal because there's no Halloween Ends ticket should have been out long before, two weeks before the movie was about to come out. Black Adam was about logical. It was getting, you know, it was getting close to a month before the before the movie came out and black panther obviously is jumping the gun now as we speak you know black panther is is, is right around a month from uh release but it was over a month obviously when they uh when they when they put the tickets on sale that's it so that's that's pretty much about the movies few rambling thoughts house of the dragon eight episodes in so far i enjoy it i don't feel passionate about it I don't think it's nearly as interesting as Game of Thrones was. Even with the asterisk that Game of Thrones wasn't what Game of Thrones became immediately. It kind of took a while to catch on, though, to be fair. Probably by the end of the first season, Game of Thrones kind of was hitting its full stride with everything that happened with Ned. So I would say in a comparable place, episode 8, and episode, I don't find it as nearly as interesting. I watch it every week, so that's something. But I don't, but I don't, I don't know, I don't think, no matter what happens in the show, I don't think it's going to have any, it's going to impact me at all, or I'm going to care like I did with Game of Thrones. Having one family struggles is not nearly as interesting as having all these other families essentially fighting in some way, shape, or form for the same thing, and us rooting for different aspects of all these fractured houses that technically are again should be some should be allies should be against each other but they're all essentially have goals that are going to be conflicting at some point but we like so many people on opposite sides it's like that kind of would make i think that made game of thrones really interesting and it was and got the passion from the fans i just don't think that's there at least for me with this she hulk nine episodes in i think i think is it now i forget Either way, may may only be eight episodes, and maybe it's a nine-episode show. I, I completely forgot at this point. I'm not going to say much about this because I know we'll talk about this in an episode, even if it's not by itself, especially since uh, Chad has been watching the show, which I didn't think he was going to. I know he dropped, he mentioned that when we were talking about when Dan was on for some episode. So I thought it would just be Dan and I doing that review. It might be the three of us. But I think the main thing about She-Hulk is just setting up she-Hulk seemingly just exists to create or open the door for other characters. It's going to open the door for other Hulks. And to me, the biggest... Re- I don't actually... I saw The biggest reveal... I'll wait to the spoiler because it's some, something I missed. I didn't hear people react to during the, re- the reaction videos. And that was the first episode I had actually watched reactions to before I got to see it because I fell asleep. But there was kind of like a reveal in the courtroom scene with Matt Murdock, which actually is one of the more relevant things in the entire MCU. So, but it seems like this whole show just exists to open, to set up other storylines and create other Hulks. And I don't think that's a great reason for the show to exist. Werewolf by Night, again, I think we'll be talking about this maybe even as soon as uh, the the recording we're going to do on Tuesday. I enjoyed Werewolf by Night tremendously. Yes, I'm in the wheelhouse for it, so I'm not as objective theoretically as i should as i would be otherwise i can see you have as some you know some people thought it was slow if they did i could i could see that though because it it was a lot a lot of setup for something that was only like about 50 minutes long it was a lot of setup but most of the setup i thought was interesting in the world they the world building they were doing was interesting enough so i liked it so we'll talk about that more and i think they certainly did justice to the major characters i think in that show overall 
Andor, I'm going to end on Andor. I honestly have only watched an episode and a half of Andor so far. I fell asleep on the second episode, which I was tired. I'm not blaming it all on the episode. Some people really like the show, clearly. I know a lot of people don't. A lot of people think have been saying exactly the vibe I got off the first episode and a half, which is this is pretty boring. And I feel a little more reinforced. I'm going to try it again. I'm going to try it again when She-Hulk is done and once House of the Dragon is done. I'm going to give it a shot, go back to episode two, and then watch however many episodes are out up to that point. And if I still don't care, then I'm probably going to let it go. But I know somebody, a friend of mine who, in all honesty, if, if anything, he's guilty of liking almost everything. He's kind of like the opposite of uh, Mikey in the old Life commercial, the Life serial commercial ads about how you know he didn't, how Mikey didn't like it. He hated everything. And then he liked Life cereal, and that's why it was so special. My friend is kind of like the opposite, where it seems like he eats up everything, even things that almost... That a lot of purists, depending on which franchise you're talking about in question, have point point out this problem and that problem. It's like, and he almost always never sees this. But the fact that even he has acknowledged that, wow, well, this this show is boring as hell. So I don't. That was the impression that I've gotten. But like I said, I have not watched enough. But I also, like I've mentioned before on the show, I had no great. This was not a show I was greatly looking forward to. So we're gonna see. I'm going to go back to it, but I know that the initial impression on Andor wasn't wasn't overly impressive for me at that. Yeah, so that's where I'm going to stay at this point. But I'm willing to have my opinion swayed, and that's why I'm not going to judge it just by a episode and a half and a, and a doze off. I want to be more fair because I, I, always, I always try to be. So overall, I think that's going to be it. I just wanted to have a, do that little mini episode. Probably they're looking ahead. I think there'll be a Halloween Ends episode. Ryan and I have talked about it, so it depends on when we go see it each. And that probably will be coming up. Black Adam, in all likelihood, there's going to be a Black Adam episode. Again, whether it's just the two of us, three of us, some combination. Maybe Jim will be ready. Who knows? But Black Adam, and again, we'll talk about Werewolf by Night. We'll talk about She-Hulk, things like that. Those are probably things on the... And, of course, Black Panther is looming in November, but that's a month away, so we have plenty of time to deal with that so that's going to be it as usual lanterncast at gmail.com website is lanterncast.com and the voicemail for sent, leaving a message or texting is 708 lantern so that's it for tonight this is mark marble again and we will talk soon